Sami, if you see this, because uh, we're just, we're talking on his platform and I hope we can talk on mine uh, and transfer to my platform right now. I was speaking in Crash Sami 420 <laughs> because we, um, interestingly enough, last night we were live and to make it even funnier and to explain to everybody who's listening is that we, um, we started an hour early. So imagine I talked yesterday morning about, what was I talking about? That was an intention. I think it was intentions, actually. That was the, um, the, the theme. Then I talked to with the universe. And I did mention that 6.30 Eastern time will be live last night. What well, happened that while I was doing my exercise, my little rowing, I was really, you know, getting ready to move my energy and ready for uh, having fun. Then uh, it happened that uh, Sammy plugged an hour early. So imagine you're doing your rowing, middle of the exercise, you drop everything and you go straight to your desk. It's like, okay, I need to go live. <laughs> so it was very interesting. And also the fact that uh, the, the app, because yesterday was the big um, uh, live opening release to the world app. And we have some hiccup that happens as well. So every time, you know, we're supposed to be talking for like 30 minutes and every, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, I will drop. That was one thing <laughs> during the process. And now we're down to do it. Then uh, the app shut down on us. So it was very interesting. It happened three times. So the third times we were there with Sammy, we looked at it and he looked at it as well. And I did this morning as well, which is funny. We could not, we, we don't know what happened with the third part, part of the seashore at all because it did not record it. It's supposed to record it, but it did not record it, which is like what in the world is going on. So it's always fun to, um, you know, to be part of an adventure. And when you start the adventures, like I mentioned on a previous um uh, chat is you have to see yourself as a student of life. Do not put all of your expectation and everything's going to be perfect because believe me, it doesn't. It always go a wired. We're in Mercury retrograde until the 21st because it's going to go full retrograde on 24th and we got the full moon, which is not a super moon, which is good. A super moon should be even more interesting, but it's how do we move forward and how do you go? Going with the flow, being flexible, laugh about it. So we don't know what happened with the third and the last, last uh, session we had talk uh, about. We have no clue. It's in the, somewhere in the black hole of the world of apps. And maybe, maybe over the rainbow, we will get the, what do we call it? We'll get uh, maybe to hear that recording. We have, okay, now that, that was Daddy, the Woo crew this morning. <laughs> This is daddy. And um, so we'll see what's going to be happening. But it was a very interesting show yesterday, especially for uh, Sammy, who this time around did not have anything, um, I will say, totally negative. It was like a break day for him yesterday. <laughs> and it seems like this morning for the few minutes we chatted. Uh, it looks like that he is having a great day because he's going to go back to the studio and record uh, more of his music, which is awesome. But we're still going to be um, going live um, on, uh, well, tomorrow because we're Wednesday today. Hello, Emma. Wake up. Smell the roses. We are Wednesday today. Tomorrow we are going to go 
uh, live. I don't know what time. I have to figure out the timing. Uh, we're going to go live, so I will know probably when I chat uh, on the side with Sammy uh, to figure it out what time we're going to be talking. And uh, it will be on my platform, on my chat this time around for the C-Show. And I will probably pick a topic to start with and see where we're going to go with that and see maybe if, because as I mentioned yesterday and a few minutes ago too, uh, uh, it seems like uh, Miss Whitney Houston wants to talk and uh, right now she's not in front of me, which is good, but she wasn't in front of me when I was having my breakfast, not even 30 minutes ago. So see what she wants because she, well, we talk about karaoke, so... She wants me to channel her. Uh, she wants me to channel her, and like I can't <laughs> because my voice needs some work. If I want to go as high than she does with her voice, that is not going to be happening, or it will be a, another disaster, unfolding disaster. But we definitely will have uh, with Sammy. We're going to have another sea show tomorrow, and maybe I don't know what we're going to be singing. So that's another question with Sammy. I don't know if he's going to join me or not. Hopefully he can or he will. I don't know where he's at and if he can connect um, with me. I'm sure he probably will. If not, well, we're going to continue to talk because oh, day two of uh, Wisdom Up. How awesome is that? It is so interesting. I even got up uh, during the night here. It was about 2 a.m. and people were still talking, which is awesome because I will probably do some talk uh, in the middle of the night as well. Because since that app uh, goes around the world, then may as well having uh, some word of wisdom and connect with people will be just a great way um, to continue to, I um, don't use the word to spread the word of wisdom, but we're going to set it for the moment uh, and enjoy it, what we're doing, because it's helping a lot of people. Spirituality is becoming bigger and bigger, which it should be. And uh, people are more uh, tapping into their spirit and grounding themselves, um, learning who they truly are, and going through the process of transformation. I spoke a lot and I do speak a lot about transformation, even in my podcast, um, because I do have a podcast, which you can find it on, uh, it's called MI Universe. It's on Podomatic. And um, this is what I talk about a lot and about um, passing messages like the universe has to share and inspired others, inspiring each other. It's great because when you're not sure when you want to uh, move in your life and nobody's encouraging you or you're feeling like you're missing something, it's always nice to hear something or a cleadown, uh, which uh, Gianni, a cleadown is a message that is passed to you through somebody else's or through a situation or through music. And those cleadowns are so helpful because they shows you that not only we're not alone in this world, but as well, we have what it takes to transform our lives. Having a uh, setting up intention in the morning, which I did not set mine yet, actually, even though <laughs> I've not been awake for very long, um, it's helping you to ease your uh, day. Um, I'm, I'm having my honey right now in the office. Do you have your phone? Because I'm going to put, I'm going to put him, and no, you don't? Oh, the keys. Now we're looking for the keys. Good question. Where are the keys? By the, should be on the top by the TV. So this is live, as you can see. And normally, generally, I have nobody in the office. But this time right now, I do have my significant other and the two dogs. 
Miss Daddy and Mike. I should take a picture of those two, actually, because they're sharing the same chair. It seems like they do not like their... Um, I got for them those huge pillows for dogs, and nobody wants to sit on it. I don't know why, but they're comfortable too. I'm like, what is wrong with you? But no, they want to be like everybody else sitting on a chair. So back to... <laughs> Back to what I was talking about intentions. Our intentions are are there to help us, to guide us, to give us an inspiration that what do I want to achieve? What are my goals? What are my, my, my dreams? And when I spoke yesterday about intention, it's also not shooting ourselves in the foot, meaning become back a, a kid, be a kid again. When you were a kid and you were playing around, what was the wildest thing you ever dreamed of? Because when we're a kid, we don't see anything. We're not as much influenced by what other adults will say. We just dream to be a king, to be a warrior, to be, I don't know, a Superman, to be a superhero. But nobody's going to say to us, oh, well, this is so stupid, you cannot do it. No, when you're a kid, you play around. And that's what the fun is. And going back in a state of mind to be the kid, to be our inner kid, then it helps us to really start to dream big. Dreaming big is essential if we want to move our life to the fullest, if we want to empower ourselves. There is nothing else more powerful than uh, having a life of a thousand, because I call it a life of a thousand. I have uh, the Grand Duchess who... I call her the Grand Duchess, um, who is someone who's uh, proofreading my blogs and has been with me for many, many years and I absolutely love her, um, said to me one day, I said, what do you call, uh, what does it mean a life of a thousand? Because you're writing this into your blog. And I said, yes, I come from the universe. The life of a thousand, it's us transforming ourselves every single day. This is the life of a thousand. It's nothing else, nothing more than us transforming ourselves and becoming who we're meant to become and having the opportunity to grow and mature. Now, growth and mature come, maturing comes along the way when we go into the unknown, when we start to look at what we want to do, even a simple change. They said, you have never done kayaking in your life. And also they said, you know, I would like to learn to kayak. I would like to have a little trip where I would, uh, where I would like to kayak on a river on a or on the ocean, or on the sea, wherever, on a body of water, on the lake. And you're just learning. It's exciting, isn't it? It's a very baby, it's a small baby step, but it's exciting because you're like, okay, I'm going to book that. I'm going to see what I can do. And I'm going to uh, try to, to learn it. And you see, when you learn it, you're starting to feel like, whoa, it's super cool. I like it. And you can feel in your body all of the cells awakening. And it's like, whoa, this is super cool. This is exciting. I'm having fun. You, you are in a different state. And that state is the one when you're connecting with the universe. You're going on the flow. You're learning. Well, you may be going to capsize. Who cares? It's fun. You're learning. At the end, when you're done, you're so excited. They say, well, I'm going to come back and do the same. Or I'm going to save the money <clears throat> and I'm going to buy one. And I'm going to start to do some trips like that. This is empowering. This is the first step. This is your like baby step. This is your incubator. And when you're looking at your life and you're looking at where I'm at, ask those questions, where I'm at? Am I happy? Uh, am, I right? am, am I fulfilled? Or do I have a lack somewhere? Do I feel I'm empty somewhere? Do I miss something? 
and start to review where you're in your life. And if you and take the time, even take a piece of paper, write, I'm happy, uh, left, well, I miss something, I need something. And if you do your, your inventory, honestly, don't say hey, everything is honky-dory when it's not. But be honest and authentic to yourself and look at where where you need to balance and shift it. What do you need to do? And often, uh, and I even had a great experience with somebody uh, that um, I was talking with that person and she loved her job, but the company started to transform itself, not in a good way, which was more stressful and changes ha that happened were not for the highest um, for the company. But those changes happened because whomever was on the top decided to make the changes was in the right direction, but that's okay. It was their decision. And her job changed dramatically, but she wasn't happy. But she loved what she did. She absolutely loved it. But the stress she had because of those changes made her uh, um, clinging into that job because she was afraid. She was afraid to go um, and find another one. And she said to me, that was amazing. She said to me, well, uh, you know, who would like to, uh, to have somebody like me uh, do the same job somewhere else? I will not find it. And I looked at her and I said, well, first of all, when you start to say that, yeah, you won't, because you already started to put the blocks on the front of you. Your ego is try trying to tell you, do not move, stay where you are, miserable than you are, because this is a safe place, which it wasn't. It wasn't a safe place for her. It was more a painful place to go every day and being stressed. That's not the right way to do it. So when you're able to quiet down your spirit and say, okay, spirit, we love you very much. Uh, spirit, oh my goodness, your ego, not your spirit. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> it's too early and I don't drink coffee, maybe I should. When uh, your ego starts this way, because the ego will find you every single excuse in the world to do not move, make you fear, bringing the fear that if you put a step forward, if you start to have and make that step forward, to the unknown. The entire world around you is going to collapse, which is not true. It doesn't collapse. But a lot of people are worried. A lot of people are like, oh my God, if this happened to me, this is the end of the world. Something's going to happen and that's going to be horrible. And it's like, no, it's not horrible. There's nothing horrible that's going to happen to you. What's going to happen to you is a transformation. What's going to happen to you is going into the unknown and discover more skill set and reach your goal. So for her, being stuck where she was with the idea that I'm too old, nobody's going to hire me, uh, you know, even though she was very good at what she was doing, she was uh, somebody who was managing events, uh, very good, absolutely great at her job. But the fears, because she was too comfortable and her ego was telling her, you will never find another job. Well, at the end of the day, the universe, didn't, you know, never listened to the ego. But she, it happened and she lost her job, actually. Not because she was uh, handling it poorly, but because of the new structure of the company that was happening in there. She did find something else afterwards. But when you know that if you have outgrown your job, then instead than being scared and said, oh my God, I'm going to stay there until they kick me out, <laughs> drag me out of the building. But you're staying miserable and stressed about it, well, is it really worth to bring stress into your body, your physical body, because it's impact you, it's impact your organs, it's impacting your spirits, it's impacting everything in your life. 
and the people around you as well. So do you want to continue this way or, and it doesn't matter because in a, in a market where we are, and that's something that uh, to me is amazing too, is that uh, when we had the crash that happened in what, 2014, 2012, 2014, and people were saying, oh, there is no job, there is no job. I switched my job. I was able to switch my job without a problem. Why? Because I did not went into that um, um, vicious circle to, oh my God, there is no job. There is a lack of. If you start to tell yourself, I don't have enough money, regardless of your adult condition, regardless of what you get in your banking account, regardless of where you are right now, right here, right now, I have a lack of money. I have a lack of a job. I have a lack of, I'm not feeling beautiful. I feel I'm ugly. I feel I'm incompetent, incapable of then you're telling yourself and you're telling the universe, well, if she's incompetent, we're not going to help her. We're going to keep her feeling that she is incompetent. We are creating those experiences. We are here and creating them. So we're causing the, the consequences and what's happening next. We're creating it. Yes, the outer condition we're in is the challenge for us because this is where our spirit landed us and said, okay, you're going to have to do all of those life lessons because before you showed up, we decided, I decided, your spirit decided, you're going to experience this, 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 and that. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You're going to go through all of those range of life lessons. While you're doing this, we're going to put you in a place where you're going to have to stand up and walk away and discover who you truly are. You're going to be at the mercy of everybody else's because we're all connected and we want it or not. I always say that. Then we want it or not. We're all connected. We all influence each other one way or the other. So your outer condition is a big mix of everything. Now, we always said how you responded. That will make the changes and impact your outer conditions. I told the story <clears throat> in one of the chat that I had. And when I started here, I had 700 bucks. Don't know. I had to get a loan. I think it was a thousand dollar loan just to rent my first uh, apartment, which was a one bedroom. And I had a co-signature on there too. I had two jobs. Those jobs could not even make hand meets. Not at all. But because I set the intention every day. Very calm, not freaking out. When you set your intention, you have to be in a state of peace. Because if you're freaking out, you're only going to send the negative energy into the world, the fears. But very calmly, I said to myself, loud, and I saw it, writing myself the checks. All of my bills are paid. Everything is well. I have plenty of money to, on my banking account. Everything is well. And I repeat it every day. All of my bills are paid. And the bills got paid. I have no idea how. I still, and I didn't went back, but I still, through this day, know that it wasn't possible. But guess what? The universe made it possible. That's what it's amazing. It's like, whatever you see, whatever is around you, you can influence it. And you have to believe. The belief you have it's what you're projecting into the world, into the universe. The universe is going to pick it up. The universe doesn't have a sense of humor, meaning, well, they do have one. But when 
you starting to talk, rant, be angry, it, the universe doesn't make any difference. Doesn't understand. It's, oh, Emma is angry, so we're going to bring her more anger. Oh, Emma is fearful, so we're going to bring her more fears because that's what she's asking right now. They don't know. So we have to be cautious on how we talk. We have to be cautious of what, when we're setting our intentions, what do we do? And always doing it in a way that is related to our spirit. Because again, if you want your ego, <laughs> my favorite ego, my ego, my little pepito, <clears throat> that's what I call my ego. Um, this one is a child with a permanent temper tantrum. I want, I want, I want. And if somebody does something to me, I'm going to go and crush them. I'm going to go and hurt them. And I don't want anything. And I want this. I want the shiny object. And when I get the shiny object, oh, I want another one because I don't care. I'm done. I play. Oh, I got it. Whoops. Let's go to the next one and the next one and the next one. And you don't go anywhere. You're just scattering yourself everywhere. So when you're looking at where you are in your life, take that full inventory and look at and be honest with yourself. If you're not happy with something, then maybe focus on what would you like to do? What would you like to become? What experience would you like to have? So I took the example of uh, the job. Well, if this individual, I'm going to call her Jane, which is not her name, uh, a real name. Um, well, if Jane would have changed her intention and just said, okay, I am too afraid to change. I'm too old. Nobody's going to hire me to, well, I found a great job. I'm going to polish my resume, send it out, post it on, on job boards. And I am landing another great job for events. Somebody's going to, somebody's hiring me and I am so ecstatic. I'm going to work for another company and I'm going to be happy. That's it. I am happy. Not going to be. I am happy. Speaking in a tense, in a tense, in a present tense. Then send your resume and let's get going. And I can guarantee when you start to talk this way, when you start to feel it, how does it feel to work for a different company where you can do, manage events, do so much more and you're happy and you're smiling? Then you bring within yourself those energy. You remove the fears. The fears are not there anymore because you start to believe. You have to believe it. You have it. You already have it. You're living it. And guess what? Somebody from a recruiting company or for uh, a company that's looking for some, um, you know, doing search to see if they can recruit somebody for events, will contact that person. And Jane will get the interview and move on. Instead, then staying, clinging her, uh, her fingers on her desk, thinking that, oh, my God, knowing that it's sooner or later, she's going to be gone. Because you know, when you start to stress this way, there is an end coming. And instead then, I'm going to use the word victim, instead then, you know, pushing it back and just said, oh my God, it's happening to me again. I feel like the world, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you need to be proactive. Be proactive, even if it's scary, because yes, I agree. You're changing your routine. You're changing everything. You're going to work for another company. You're not going to have the same people. That's scary. Yes, but that's the unknown. That's the great part. It's like, I'm going to start somewhere fresh. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to learn something new. I'm going to bring my skill sets, but I'm going to learn something new. And I am going to complement with my skill set that company. How about that? How often have we landed a job, a dream job, something that we 
really seeked out and asked the universe for help and have that absolutely amazing opportunity to do something, to even get paid more, to even have more perks, how often have we have done that? Not quite often from, from what I heard, not quite often. I have done that because I have, I have uh, um, projected myself. I have set those intentions and those intentions happened. The universe responded in such a positive way, even amazing way. Even if I had and one, one of the job I had, I had to wait about what, uh, two, three months because the uh, interview process took forever. Oh, you're going to interview face-to-face, first of all, on the phone, and then face-to-face with the hiring manager. Is that cool? Then you're going to go with the CEO, okay? Then you go with that person, okay? And then we're going to go with that person. It's like, okay, but are we not done yet? No, we're not. Okay. At the end, oh, my God, the perks were awesome. I had so many perks. I could not believe it. When I passed that, I'm like, wow, not only is it a dream job, Thank you, universe. But the perks behind it, the raise, the money, everything was amazing. But again, it takes patience to do that. And it takes not only patience, but believing, conviction on we already have it. It's very difficult for most individuals to start to shift their patterns. And the biggest thing is believing in ourselves because a lot of people don't. They don't believe in themselves. So when you set an intention, sometimes it's like, well, I would like to have great vacation. And you're like, okay, but I don't feel the, the excitement. Why? Well, because normally with my mate, we go to that camping and he likes to camping and I don't want, I want to go by the beach. I want to enjoy a resort. I want this and that, but he's never going to go. So you're shooting yourself in the foot. It's like, well, why don't you change your intention and just said you're going to get some great adventures for the two of you. And he and you are going to love it a lot. And you're going to have a lot of fun. When you start to shift this, then your mate will be responding in a more positive way. And the universe will bring what is best for you. And you get the vacation of your lifetime. Same thing. Same if you wanted to find a mate. And I talked about it yesterday about finding a mate. Same thing. Set up the, um, uh, your intention not based on the physique. Because most people were like, oh, he looks like George Clooney. I want bright Pete. I was then George Washington. I'm like, okay, good. Golly, Pete, you're like narrowing down the field so badly that the universe has no room to bring you the right person because you think at the time you're thinking, this is what you would like. And maybe instead than be that detailed, look at more um, the higher level, the overview. What would you like? Do you want a mate that is faithful, that... Um, you, you know, it's the perfect mate is somebody who's have a good laugh where you can feel you can trust that person and he respects you and the rest is just details, details, details. And that details need to be left to the universe because the universe knows better. You think you know better? You don't. The universe does because the universe has the bird's eyes view. And people are like, well, I want to control from A to Z. Well, stop to be a control freak because guess what? The more you control, the more you create obstacles, the more you create a nightmare because it will never unfold in a perfect way it's supposed to be. Perfect synchronicity doesn't need to to have our nose in there. Perfect synchronicity knows how to. 
I love Dr. Joseph Murphy when he said that we are our own worst enemies, and we are. We think because we want to micromanage everything that this is going to work the way it's supposed to, and it doesn't. It's always the reverse. We are creating more obstacles when we're trying to control the how. The how is not our problem. That's the universe's job. What is our problem is set your intention. Make sure that you're planted in your field of dreams. That was the field of dreams yesterday, actually. Then I talk about, yes, that was the field of dream. Now that I'm thinking, it was an intention. It wasn't intention. Intention was the day before. But your field of dreams. And you need to nurture that garden. Remove the weeds. The weeds are the negative thoughts from your ego coming along the way or somebody coming and trying to rain on your parade. I could care less if you try to rain on my parade because guess what? I'm going to continue to live my dreams. I don't have to be shouting at every single thing that I do. I keep it to myself because I don't need anyone that is not for my highest good to approach me and start to spook their negativity here. This is not what it's all about. It's about taking care of what is precious for us. What do I want in my life? What do I want to experience next? Maybe I want a vacation of a lifetime, but I don't need to talk to Jane next door and let her know I'm thinking to go back to Maui. So, you know, and they're like, oh, that's so expensive. And, you know, with the COVID-19, I don't know if you can go in this and this and that. I'm like, I don't need to hear that. I don't. I'm going to cultivate. I'm going to set it up as an intention. And I'm going to make it happen with the universe, in partnership with the universe. So when we're deciding to uh, change or look at what do we need to improve in our lives, it's not based on trying to influence your mate. It's based on what do I really need? What is my heart's desires? Don't try to change people because you cannot change them. Otherwise, it's going to be a fight. It's for them to change. You can maybe point it out a few things that need to be worked on. But you cannot mold them the way you want them mold. That's another thing too that I noticed when I was younger. Oh my God. <laughs> when I was younger, seeing people, you know, in a relationship and the girls, I don't know what, uh, majority was the girls. I know there is some uh, guys who do that too. But the girls wanted to change the guy. I'm going to save him. I'm going to change him. And you're, you're looking at it and you smile and say, well, I'm going to sit down and see how it's going to go because it's not going to go well. You know, saving yourself is one thing, but you cannot save others. You can't. The reason is the only person that can save themselves is themselves. It's like bringing a horse to the water, but you cannot force them to drink. So don't try to get into the mode of I'm saving if somebody is not willing to do it, because he always will end up and as an unfolding disaster. The same with our children. I heard somebody else's few days ago, and I intervened in, in that uh, chat for a few minutes, because uh, it was only a few minutes, unfortunately. What our parents had, what the legacy of our grandparents to pass it on to our parents and to us, the life they had will always be projecting on us. So my parents were children of war, and they saw things. Uh, my father did, actually, not my mother. I don't think she did, but my father did. So it did mark him. 
and when I grew up, there is some few things I never understood. Like um, when we grew up, so we grew up poor. So um, I was the tallest of the three, unlucky <laughs> them, the youngest and the tallest. So they could not pass down some of the clothes. My uh, two sisters, they could pass it on from one to the others without a problem. But for me, because I grew up so fast, they had a problem. They could not fit me. So yeah, imagine you have a pants and I end up to be a shorts, but that would have been not good. And uh, uh, one day he made a comment. I said, well, you know, you, uh, we used to wear um, a shoes made of tires. And I'm looking at him and say, what is wrong with him? But there were kind of remarks like that that didn't make any sense that later on in life I understood what happened because they ha he had to walk from one country to the others and they did it uh, walking actually. They crossed the, country, the, the countries from one to the others and they were poor. So yes, my grandfather did make out of uh, tires some shoes. I had no idea. So there is a few things you're looking at how the way they react, how the way they were with us. That was basically what we consider today violence. But for them, that was normal because that's the way they grew up and what they saw. Now, this is their legacy, not mine. But I could repeat some of the pattern on that because as a child, we are like sponge. We pick it up from everybody everywhere, TV, everybody around us, our surrounding. So we have to be you know, recognizant of when we grow up and we mature and we become adult, that some of the patterns we have, we have to observe them and look at each other and just say, oh my God, am I repeating something that was from my parents in an experience that is not mine? And we have to make peace with it and we have to change our patterns. As a kid, I looked at them and I saw them tearing each other apart. And I'm like, well, this is not what I'm going to have a relationship before because this is not good. I'm like, holy crap, no, that's not the life that I want. But I was able to recognize that. And going into adulthood was also very interesting because some of the pattern that they taught us was still within me, which is good because it was the discipline. Which is was very which was very good, but again you recognize I said all of a sudden you said oh I'm becoming my mother oh this is bad <laughs> you're like no I need to change those patterns so you start to modify your patterns and finding who you truly are. We grow up where we have to grow up. We have to learn our life lessons. We have to to be on that path, but it should not define who we truly are. That's the quest. The quest of our lives is defining who we truly are, is going on that quest and figuring it out. And when you figure it out, it's going into the unknown because you're going to start to learn to, um, to know what I'm going to accept in my life and why I'm not. One of the things I always said, and here in the US, it was very, very funny because when I was in my 20s, you know, everybody will go to the university and I have to have a boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm going to have a fiance and I'm going to marry them. And by the age of 30, I have two and a half kids and I have the white picket fence. And you're like, okay, but that's not happening to me because I'm still single. I'm having fun. I, yes, I have my, uh, my place, but no. So people look at your weird as like, well, what is wrong with you? I'm like, there's nothing wrong with me. It's because where I'm at and the path I have has nothing to do with what I see around me. Yes, I can go alone into a party and people can look at me weird. I could care less because, oh my God, she's single. Well, too bad, Jack. It's like, I'd rather be single and alone than in bad company. I'm defining who I am. I'm searching who I am. I'm on a quest of 
of um, self-discovery. Do I really want a relationship with someone where I'm self-discovering myself? No, because that will not last forever, isn't it? It will be an unfolding disaster. It would be maybe good at the beginning. And when you're done with your transformation, realizing that the relationship you're in is not the right one. So no, 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 no. Defining who we are. I always said, and I'm going to bring it up and maybe some people said, oh, that's crazy. Well, you know what? When you're young, know yourself by living on your own because you will discover what you like and what you don't like. So if you're looking for a mate, then at that point, you can define, is this for my highest good or not? Is the person is right for me? Or am I still in the middle of transformation? So, you know, we can go out, we can enjoy each other, but there will be nothing concrete because I'm not into settling right now because I'm on the journey of self-discovery. It doesn't mean I'm going to go wild and, uh, you know, jump into and dancing onto the ceiling, but... I want to know who I am. A lot of people are afraid to be alone. I love being alone. Even though I have a significant others, it's I like my alone time because it's recharging the batteries. It's having the peace in our lives. It's taking the time to just be present and just enjoying where we are. So self-discovery is great. Learning who we truly are, it's by being on our own. And we're never on our own. We're never by ourselves. Even though the universe we cannot see, well, unless Whitney Houston showed up at your, uh, <laughs> at your breakfast and you see her. But um, uh, I'm talking about the universe. The universe is always surrounding us. And you can do some small tests because I used to do that too. When I was um, looking for a place, I had an interview in downtown and very difficult to, um, to park, especially when you're, you're talking in the middle of uh, afternoon, like about two o'clock in the afternoon, you, I knew then you had, you would not find a free place on the street. So you had to go to uh, those garage and pay for it. But the day I had that interview, I said, okay, universe, um, angels, archangels, I need, um, we, we're going to go downtown. We are going to find a free place close to the building let's go and do it on a highway it was funny because um i can do a, i can slow down the time which was awesome and uh the traffic has to stop i'm like what is that we're not la come on i said okay fine so i shift my thoughts and i said well you know what uh i'm on time uh i'm coming i'm right on time i'm finding the parking spot everything is fine, then the traffic is moving. And then all of a sudden it restarted to move. And I was looking at the clock for a sec because I never focus on the clock. Because if you focus on the clock, you can freak out. Then the traffic started to reaccelerate it. Fine. It was like, okay, not a problem. It's about quarter to two. I'm like maybe seven, eight miles from um, downtown. We're fine. Came, arrived, get my exit in downtown. And I went into the street that where I needed to be. And I said, well, if I cannot find it a free spot, then I can always go into that uh, garage. Well, guess what? When I went in and I, I turned into the street, guess what? There's a car that just left. Free spot right there. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks, universe. End up on time, five minutes early into um, the interview, which was awesome, into the building. I've done that several times for even going on a, I was going on a trip. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awesome one. 
I was late leaving work and I had to cross the entire city. And again, by that time, it was about three o'clock by that time, I knew that the traffic will on some of the highway totally slow down and backed up. Same thing. I again applied the same thing. I will be 10 minutes before um, in um, at the airport ready for the gate, by the gate. And by the way it looked like, it did not look like it was moving. But again, setting the intention and asking help from the universe to get the things moving Guess what? I arrived 10 minutes before the flight, before the call for the boarding. I would have not, I would have missed the plane. Set your intention. You can test that if you go to a little grocery store and you say, well, I want to find a parking lot, parking space, parking lot, parking space. Do the same thing. Ask and thank, because you do thank, thank you very much, universe. Let's move. Those are little tests I can show you that we're not alone. We can feel alone, but we're not alone. The universe cannot intervene or help us if we don't ask for the help. That's called free will. This is where the world of free will, we'll probably talk about it with Sammy on this one, the world of free will. Maybe that will be the topic, actually. I need to write it down, and I don't have my pen and paper around here. I'm just talking and just enjoying my talk. Uh, we'll, we'll talk probably about it uh, tomorrow, the free will, the world of free will, because... You know, if we didn't have our own free will to decide if we want to go left, right, middle, center, wherever we want to go, or whatever the universe brings it to us, we can say yeah or nay, then we'll not be here. But the free will can be challenging as well because the free will can create the trouble we don't need. So we can decide what we want to do accept or not what's coming along. But when you do the test and see how much you can communicate with the universe, see those little miracles, because a miracle doesn't need to be done by a church and recognize it was a saint or whatever was the deal. The miracles, it's everything we do every day. It's setting our intention. It's create that energy that helps us along the way to get a good day. It's setting up an intention that can bring us um, a new job or a mate, or whatever we need at this point. Maybe somebody to repair the furnace. That could be a miracle, especially when you don't know if you're going to find the right person. You want to make sure you got the right person, especially if you're a new homeowner and you have no idea who to contact. Well, you want to make sure you get the right person. Intentions can be as simple than I'm having a blessed day. I'm having a great day. Miracles comes into my life. Great opportunity comes today to me. It's absolutely fantastic. This is part of the miracles. This is what we're talking about. This is nothing else, nothing more than setting up your intention in a positive way with your spirit, not your ego, because the ego, my ego, always wants the things and you don't need it, but with your spirit. Your spirit is your compass. Your spirit is your safe gate that will always bring you to safety. Your spirit works with the universe to help you to materialize what's next, to go through your life lessons. As I said, there is no free ride, no free pass on life lessons. Life on life terms. We have to learn to adapt ourselves to a way how to respond to our outer conditions and our beliefs. The beliefs are the biggest things ever. When you don't believe in yourself, how can you materialize 
what you want, how to set your intention if you don't believe it. Like we always said, fake it until you make it. When I talk to people, the first thing I normally said, it's another day in paradise. I do believe it now. At the beginning, it took me 30 days because the brain takes 30 days to change pattern and change thoughts and be able to change and bring something new as a pattern. Well, for 30 days, I said it. And after 30 days, it became automatic. It's another day in paradise. And you know what? It doesn't matter if I have my feet in a, in a poo-poo woo-woo. I don't care. It's still another day in paradise. I'm breathing. I'm grateful. Everything will work out the way it's supposed to work out, no matter what. We have delays right now in Mercury retrograde. Yes, we do. It's a nice little show. <laughs> Ask Sammy about it. <laughs> Sammy can tell you about the piece. If you have not listened to Sammy, <laughs> the one on Friday, about peace. He, and uh, I'm in it. I'm in it. I had to intervene. Actually, I was coming back from my hero and I'm like, I was, I wasn't feeling good, actually. After I got adjusted, which is normal because I had a migraine to start with. And everything went away afterwards uh, when I got adjusted. But it was just my body that needed to be adjusted. And it was like, oh, Emma, we are moving a little too much of uh, your body here and your spine. But when I talked to, um, to Sammy, well, you know, he had... Um, extremely challenging day the day before and on Friday, but with a lot of laugh and a lot of, um, you know, um, set uh, a lot of feedback, he turned himself around from when you listen to him at the beginning, the tone of his voice was so down to the end. It was a transformation right there. So, Set your intention, see how it goes, because you never know what come across. If you don't have a good day, maybe somebody is going to say something to you that's going to lift up your spirit. Maybe in the middle of a bad day, there is something that's going to happen in a positive way to just remind you. It's okay. You maybe have a bad day, but that's okay. It's not the end of the world. Just a setback for a moment. Just something you need to learn. Like he did. He learned something, actually. He learned peace because he stayed peaceful during that time of tribulation for him. And he was, it's the theme for him for Mercury Retrograde. We don't know what will be the next one for him. But at that time, he was getting the peace, being at peace. We are always faced by challengers, no matter what. There's always going to be somebody who's going to annoy us or going to throw a curb at us. And he was like, are you freaking serious? I should have stayed in bed today. What the heck? But it's like, yeah, you'll be challenged. So how do you react? Do you going to go for the jugular and let your ego go and get the better part of it? Or are you going to step back and just say, all right, that's not my monkey. That's not my circus. That's your problem. The way you're talking to me, there is a situation here, but it is not me. It is coming from you. So there is something there that you're really seeing your anger, your stress, you're launching at me for no reason. Fine. Then if you do it once, okay, if you do it twice, then we're going to have a talk. That's always what I said. If you misstep one, I'm like, okay, I will give you room for a minute. But you better not doing it twice because I am not your release valve. You need to... Be able, and I think most people need to do that, is how to channel your anxiety, your stress, because you need to learn to ensure that 
you don't release it on your mate and on the people around you because you don't know how. So you have to learn to refocus that energy. And that energy can be done through a walk, through meditation, through punching uh, a bag, anything that will help you to release that energy, but not on the people and the loved one you've got. Because how often have you come home and you're in a bad mood and the only thing you could do is to release that on your dogs, on your cats, on your children, on your mate, because you don't know how and it's so bottled up. It's learning to refocus that energy. So instead then, you know, sending it as a ball of fire and into everybody else's face, it's I'm going to take that energy, I'm going to transmute it, send it back to the universe to send me back something more positive as energies. However, I need to recognize those signals. I need to recognize when I'm upset. I need to recognize when things are not going the way it's supposed to go. I am not going to be, I don't want to use the word victim, but I am not going to let those triggers lead me. When uh, Sammy lost his uh, calm on Friday, on Thursday, he was able to stop himself on the path of destruction, meaning I'm going to respond to that person. You know where this is going to be unpleasant. Instead, he started to observe himself. He put himself very quickly in an observer situation and start to diffuse himself. It takes time to do it. It doesn't mean that when you start to do this, it's going to happen you know, every time perfectly. But when you start to recognize the triggers, then you can stop yourself. So you don't project that energy into the universe because the universe is going to say, oh, Emma wants more anger. We're going to give it to her. <laughs> she's going to be more angry because we're going to set up the situation that she's in even worse. So learning to diffuse it, learning to say, okay, now I'm irritated. How do I feel right now? Ooh, I'm irritated right now. What irritates me? Oh, my mate irritates me right now. Okay. Let me step back. I'm going to walk away from the room. I'm going to start to um, switch my thoughts and I'm going to start to stay grounded and at peace. Challenging sometimes when we we used to respond one way because we don't want to continue with those old patterns. We want to modify those patterns. Maybe I'm going to go for a walk, maybe I'm going to run for five minutes, or maybe I'm just going to close the door and in one room and say, do not disturb me for 20 minutes, and I'm going to light up a candle, and I'm going to relax. Maybe I'm going to have a, 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 a little glass of water, or whatever you want to drink, or milk, or whatever suits your, your mood. But it's like being grounded, coming back in my body, and recognize it. It's like engaging in a conversation with someone, and I've done that quite often, and I know myself very well, thank God, even though sometimes I feel like cuckoo for Cocoa Puff. But uh, when I know myself and I start a conversation and I see the person not listening, like you're having a conversation with someone and everybody has a different opinion. And instead then the opinion going well, the other person doesn't want to hear you at all. They just don't want to hear what you got to say because they want to impose their own thoughts on you, making this is how we're going to do it, the highway or the, you know, it's my way or the highway. Instead of going into um, 
spiral down the rabbit hole of anger, what I do when I see it starting to escalate, I will say, okay, we stop the conversation. We'll take it later on. I said, you're not hearing me. And the person said, yes, I do. I was like, no, 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 you're not hearing me. We'll take it later on because right now I am not going to be calm and peaceful. So let's take it maybe in a day or two or maybe three, maybe a week. It doesn't matter, but I will take it later on. You will be surprised when uh, you do that. One, you diffuse the situation. It's not a sign of weakness because people think it's a sign of weakness when you walk away. I'm like, no, it's being smart. You do not need to add more oil to the fire. You need to stop the fire right here. Then you can take the conversation maybe two to three days later. Two to three days later, you're in a different mood. And people can talk. And I always said, I don't have to agree. We don't, we don't have to agree, but I want to hear you. And I can disagree with you and it will be just fine. So your thought is your thoughts. I want to hear you and I want you to hear me. That's all. I'm not convincing you of something. Neither you should try to convince me, but that will make me think. The way and your thoughts are going to make me think later on. And maybe... If the ideas that we have are not the same, maybe we can come into the middle and figure out something else. This is working together, not against each other. That's what you should, and that's what we all should be working on. I do that too. So again, I'm a student of life. It doesn't mean what I say, I do it perfectly because I don't. It will be an absolutely mockery of the universe. And you already said, Emma, you're not perfect. No, I'm not. But... I understand my triggers. I understand that when I know people are not listening me, uh, listening or hearing me out, I'm not forcing them. I will step back, especially when they're trying to poke and trying to find a way to impose their own thoughts or even, try, even trying to start a fight. How often, we're going to get the example of the mate on this one. How often, even a coworker, actually, that works great. How often have you come across a conversation where your mate is so upset, it's trying to find a fight to release their anger or trying to poke at you for no reason? How often have you gone through it and um, started a fight? Very often, isn't it? In some cases, what, you, what I do, I don't respond. I just listen and I'm not entering the dance. So after five minutes, they try left, right, middle, center. They try every technique and then they're going to give up because there is nothing to poke at. That's a way to diffuse it. It's not running behind uh, a wall. It's just not entering the dance. When you do that, then you're helping yourself and you're helping the mate in the long run because they're going to start to understand, well, if I'm using the same old technique that I had before, then I'm going to trigger that fight. It's like, it's not going to happen, sweetheart, but nice try. It was very nice talking to you. Now I'm going to go outside because I need to do something else. And I will stop right there. A coworker can do that too, because you got coworkers who like to poke at everybody else's and start um, to, um, to withhold information. That happened to me in the past way long time ago. And I'm like, guys, if you, I'm a contractor, I'm not a permanent, I could care less what uh, your position is. I'm here to do one thing, help the company and help you. 
withholding information is not power. It's self-sabotaging. So instead than withholding information where you're going to mislead a person that's going to end up to make them look like a fool or incompetent, that is not the right way to do it. Because remember, karma is always there. We have not talked yet about karma. Yay! Let's talk about karma for a minute. Whatever you do will come back to you and fold a thousand. So if you're withholding information in purpose to sabotage somebody, well, sweetheart, at the end of the day, it's going to happen worse to you. It could be in personal life or professional life. It doesn't matter. But helping each other is being able to share the knowledge we've got. I always done that. So for me, being a mentor here is great because I always give uh, um, and sharing information I have for the simple reason that I'm teaching and pass it on so people can utilize this in their lives. If I really wanted to hold it and feel like, oh, I'm so special, I got all of the power, blah, blah, blah. Trust me, the universe will kick my butt because this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And every single time somebody is doing this, they will pay up a hundred because they are withholding, they are creating more problems instead than the solution. This is based on insecurity. This is based on fear. This is based on, oh my God, I'm a permanent, I'm this, and I'm afraid that somebody's going to take my job. And you're like, I don't want your job. I could care less of your job. I'm just a contractor or I'm just here to help you. That's it. So as you learn from me, as you learn more and new skill set, then you can do your job better or you can do something else different. Fears can make you do a lot of things, but karma is always there to collect. In the old days, oh yes, I know Emma, you're like 200 years old. No, I'm not 200, just 100 years old. But <laughs> yes, I'm still using my little voice. If you hear me on the C show, you will understand. I like to use my little voice and make some comment. So if you're looking at uh, karma, karma always come and collect any old days because the way the, the, the earth shift and the pull and the energy we are in right now, which is like you do one thing, karma will bite you in the rear end like in less than 15 minutes. This is amazing. In the old days, no. 40, 50, 60 years ago, it would take forever. Like the end of your life, and this is where you pay the big uh, cuenta, the receipt. That's what they do. You pay at the end. Now, everything you do, then there will be consequences attached to it that will come very quickly. And it doesn't come only at the level of work because people imagine that, well, anything happened to me. Well, look into your life, in your personal life, because there is things happening to you that you probably don't appreciate it will happen to you. But it was caused because of what you have done to somebody else's. Send kindness to the world, kindness will come to you. Doing something not nice to somebody, well, somebody else is going to do worst to you. Sometimes the life lesson, we have to make sure we're not um, uh, mixing with the life lessons as well. Because some of the life lessons maybe sounds like karma, but it's not karma. It's a way for us to be taught about something. But when you're looking at uh, what you're doing with each other, learning, teaching, showing, and you know what? Exchanging ideas. I love exchanging ideas or planting the seed, coming into a space and helping companies because I'm a life coach. So I do that for personal and businesses as well. And I'm because 
I have uh, some extra little gift along the side too, which, you know, I talked about Whitney Houston showing up this morning at my breakfast, which is great, but it's like, no, I'm not singing at uh, nine o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning. That's not happening. Thank you very much. But um, you're looking at what you can see. When I help companies, because it's the companies that want to grow and evolve. When I'm helping people, I'm sharing information for them to take a decision, to be aware of. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm giving you the options. I'm planting maybe a seed that the universe wants you to hear about. Maybe some I will tell somebody, well, you probably will not have to start your own business because you have the capability to, because you're an artist, you can do this, you can do that, whatever the deal is. But it's up to you at the end of the day to take it or not. Your own free will will make you decide. This is your own decision. So when you're helping others, you bring ideas to the table, but that doesn't mean you have to follow them. I have an example. I will not give the name of a, it's a big company that I uh, contracted for them. And I absolutely love those guys. And I do processes, by the way. So I love processes. I love turning chaos into uh, um, a straight line. I like to fix it. I'm a fixer. I don't fix people. You fix yourself. But when it comes down to companies, it's like you go through the processes. And I was working uh, for a company that I had a great ride because those guys were so open-minded. You could approach them, talk to them, and they would be listening. At the end, I gave them an entire process for how to run their things. And I gave it to them and I said, this is what I see. Take it and make it your own. It's not take it and follow what I said. It's take it and make it your own. Because at the end of the day, I give you a recipe. Take what works for you, discard the others, and add it and create from it. All gives you an idea. Eight months later, they call me back. And they said, well, can you come back again um, with us? I'm like, awesome. I love you guys. For me, it's like it's being part of a family. It's like, it's awesome. I was so excited. When I sat down and saw what they did, it was mind-blowing. In less than an eight months, and I never saw this happening before, they were able to take a process where we were in, it was total chaos. But when I say chaos, from the beginning to end, we were fixing things along the way. We were heading by, we're done with one obstacle. And then it's like, we are, we are smiling, oh, we're done. And then all of a sudden there was another obstacles. In eight months, they took what I gave it to them and they made it their own. It was so advanced. I was shocked. I was so proud of those guys. I said, you know what? At the end, when I was done with those guys that time around this year, I said to them, I sent them an, uh, um, an absolutely amazing email. And I came from, my, from the heart saying, you know what? You're amazing, guys. You have done an amazing job. I have never witnessed a group in any companies that will turn themselves around that fast. And they were all working on different groups. And I'm not talking, there was one group I was in. There was about four or five different groups of pe um, peoples individuals, they all worked together. It was amazing. This is the kind of things that it's empowering when you work with people and just give them an idea. This is what I see. You sit in a meeting with people and share ideas. Instead, then 
always making the same clique, the same group of people that you have and you feel like, oh my God, those are my besties. Open your mind, open your spirit and listen to everybody. There is always somebody who has, um, who has, uh, what do you call it? A solution. Planting the seed is just giving a simple idea. And from that idea that can go to something different, it doesn't matter. For me, when I left, I gave them this. I said, this is, they're going to run it. I knew they would have run it one way or the other. But for me, it didn't matter if they took my ideas or not. This is what I saw. So it gave them the base to where to go. And they did. They go to the way it was perfect for the company. That's what you do. That's what in life you have to be open. Instead of trying to impose and say, well, this is the best way that I have. Blah, blah. It's like, no, it's an idea. And from there, somebody can take it, take it apart, take one thing and come up with something else. Sharing. That is essential. We're here to share, to learn from each other. So why not doing it? Set your intention today on what would I like to do? What would I like to share today? It's your experience. For us as mentor here on Wisdom, it's a ride. It's a new experience. It's something that is unique. And it's an amazing journey. It's a journey of a thousand. It's a journey of self-discovery. It's not only listening and hear stories. It's sharing. It's being able to help others that you come up and talk or not. It's sharing the ideas. It's sharing and feeling in a space that it's safe because it has to be safe. We have so much in social media that people spend their time to, um, to be in places that are not safe because people have a tendency. And I think uh, the generation that have and that came with the um, hold on a minute, significant other is again in a room. Uh, the key should be on the top. No, I, I would look at it. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I will, when I'm done, I will let you know. Sorry, guys, we still have not found the car keys. So he's trying to find the car keys to move my car, but it's not happening. I will do it when I'm done if we cannot find the keys, but I'm sure we can find the keys. So. Uh, <laughs> Like this is live. <laughs> this is not in my office. I'm in my significant office. My office is different. But um, when we're talking about legacy, when we're talking about communication, when we're talking about helping each other, it's just to keep that open mind. I have an idea. I'm going to share it with the group and we're going to go with the flow. Becoming flexible. It's not about the ego. When everybody removed their ego out of the room, oh my God, you're so much productive. And I witnessed this with that group. I love that group. But it was amazing to listen to them um, all meeting in the morning. I was listening as I was working for them. And you're listening to people and people are open. It is so much easier. And it's the same in our personal lives. It's like, I'm going to go in the flow because I'm present in my life. I'm looking at what I can do in my life to not only improve myself, but being open. Open to the world of wonders. Open to the joy. Open to the happiness. Open to whatever I have in mind. So... I think it's staying focused. It's not seeing the world as the enemy. It's creating 
our own space. And what I like here with wisdom, maybe we're going to get people who are going to be maybe nasty for five minutes. Okay. That will always happen. But for the top mentors, like I am, like Sammy, like uh, Alejandro, like Dr. Goodman, we're here to help. We don't judge. I don't have time to judge. It's not my problem. It's not my monkey. It's not my circus. Me, I just channel the universe. So whomever need a word of wisdom, I would be more than happy to do it. If somebody want a reading, I could might, I might be able to do a reading live. Who knows? Yes, I will, because I can see remotely. <laughs> so yes, but whatever comes out of my mouth will come from the universe. My life is my life. I am not going to change it. I'm honored and humbled to be part of such a great experience. Yes, for sure. I got, we were talking about it actually with uh, Sammy where we were in the incubator. That's mean a few days before the launch of the app, uh, we were all uh, in as the mentors and we were all talking among each other and, you know, starting to share our own chat. And it was very interesting because you're realizing that we all come and we were all selected for a reason. We were all approached for a reason. And that reason is to be here and help. Who would have known that I would have been contacted? And when I was, it was a couple of months ago. I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, what is that? I'm like, okay, wisdom app. Okay. I need to know more information. And I dig through and I'm like, okay, it's not something I thought about. I'm like, okay, let's see. Let's see what it is. And when I realized when I got mine, <laughs> Thursday was live. I'm like, oh, I'm live. Oh, that's slightly different than my podcast. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that. But that's exciting. It's great. It's being able to reach people um, and, and being able to talk to people that can listen to me live, but also can listen afterwards the chat. And it's going to be helpful. Yes, it is. So putting ourselves in a place where we can set some intention, like I mentioned, I think yesterday um, during my chat, is the intention was for me, and I, I just asked the universe, it's why it's like miracles always happen. Yes, it does. If you listen very closely what you think, what your intentions are, then yes, you will realize that, whoa, I am interested of and fill out the blank. And in my case, I was looking at my podcast. And I said, you know, it would be nice to be live. It would be nice if I could be live so I can reach out people and people can talk to me. And the fun part of it is that wisdom up showed up. And I'm like, oh, on Thursday, I'm like, whoa, this is the live one I was talking about. But I, I had something else in my mind. I had something else that was slightly different. Because I, I, I had uh, the name of a big radio station. I was like, hey, it would be nice to be on that. Well, the universe brought it up to me. That's called intention. I set it up and he came along. It's like, wait, Emma, we heard you. Here we go. That would be the best place for you to be there. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I wasn't expecting this. And again, at the last minute, and he dropped on my lap. And I'm like, okay, something that happened to me. And that wasn't like, in, uh, or I could not see it actually. Because the universe was working behind the scene to make it happen. Intentions are very interesting because when you set your intention, you have to remind yourself as well that if you want to reach your goal, don't expect to have it done in 15 minutes. This is not a drive-through. This is not, I'm going to order, pay, and I get it. 
I'm going to order. Yes, I'm going to um, claim it. That's what you do. You name it. Okay, did you order? I'm going to go and claim it now. I'm going to do that journey. I'm going to do that walk. It's not like I'm going to be sitting on the couch and have, hoping then for the best to happen. That's not how it happened. You have to do the walk. The universe will never come and help you if you don't start to do the first step. And I mentioned yesterday, the hardest part is the first step. It's scary. It's like changing job. It's like finding, you know, you got a mate. Are you going to meet somebody? Are you going to a party? Are you going to learn something new? I don't know. You're going to take a classes. You're going to um, maybe do a speech. You're going to maybe run a meeting. And you're like, I'm excited, but I'm scared in the same time because I don't know what to expect. That's the fun of it, quote unquote. So, you know, embrace who you truly are. And on the seashore, because I put the title after seashore, <laughs> this is the after seashore from yesterday. Give me a sec, guys, because I know where I found the keys. Go into the, uh, um, I had that black jacket. It's in the closet and the keys are there. Yes. All right. So we found the keys. Yes, we did. So they're in a black jacket, sleeveless, by the way, sleeveless black jacket. I have to remember that because I don't remember what I was wearing last night. <laughs> this is what happened. Live show. <laughs> so, but when you set your intentions, when you decide to go somewhere, you need to understand, again, like as I mentioned a few minutes ago before I went and talked about the keys, the car keys, it's being able to recognize that not everything will show right away. The universe is always behind the scenes working. And quite often we don't see that. Quite often we don't realize it is working. And it's not on our own timing. That's the biggest thing. Because we're in a society right now that everybody wants it now, now, now. Like if Alejandro said a couple of days ago when I was speaking with him, is that you feel like you're in a society where you can go take your frozen food and put it into the microwave and five minutes later, you're done. No, it doesn't work this way. The way it's working is going into the unknown. You have to face your life lessons. You have to face um, unresolved situation and you're still impending because again, if you want something different in your life, you're gonna have to go through the process of healing and closing up what is still open. Past situation uh, with people that happens that needs to be dealt with so you can close that. So imagine if you don't do it, you have a house and you're gonna, you buy a brand new one. Spanking brand new, build that. You, it's built, brand new. Nobody will live in there before. Then you're gonna pick up all of your stuff and the garbage you've got and move it to that new house. How would you feel if you bring the garbage from the old house to the new one? Are you going to be okay with that? I don't think so. I do not want my old garbage in there. So the old garbage will be um, a metaphor for situation that has not been dealt with in the sense that you need to deal with, you need to go back there as an observer not as the active player that what happened, what happened, but as an observer, look at it in the lens of love. It's possible a neutral place 
Because if you still have feeling about it, then that means it's not resolved yet and you need to cut the cord. Cutting the cords will help you to move on. Because regardless or not, those we are all we all have etheric cords from one another. So uh, it can be a positive or negative one. Everybody is attached to everybody, quote unquote. So in order to, if you have a bad situation that happened in the past, then you have to learn to cut the cord. So you release that person so you can free yourself. It's not releasing the person and, you know, it's like, well, I don't want to raise that person. I want that person to, you know, um, have all of the problem in the world, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 no. You release that person so you cut the cord so you can get all of the pieces of that person has of you back to you. It's a healing process. It's freeing yourself. Imagine you have anchors tied around your ankles. How many do you have? And how easy is it for you to walk? Not that easy. If you cut the cord, then you free yourself. Then you're able to walk. Or it's like carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. I do not carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. I am sitting right now, standing straight, but I refuse to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. I don't need it. Why would I? It's not my job. My job is living my life to the fullest. It is not carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. My life is to be at peace and not pushing the envelope to stir up another war zone with somebody else's. I don't have the time for that. I don't want that energy in me. We can set intention to cross-correct our lives, to live a better life, to live happy. I don't want to, um, I don't want to waste my time. I don't. I truly do. Right now in the space I am, I just want the peace, the laugh, the fun, and give the words of wisdom, pass it on the message that needs to be passed on, and help others. That's it. At the end of the day, whatever I say, to anyone through the through my voice because it's the uh, universe talking through me, then you have the free will to take it or not. But I'm not going to be chasing after you for you to do it. I'm just giving you that information. It's an information and you do whatever you want to do with it. That's it. But your intentions, it's what's set up today. Regardless of Mercury retrograde or not, regardless of who can be annoying or not, or regardless if you have a right of your lifetime, create those intentions every day, every morning. And remind yourself every day. Check how you feel every day. Because sometimes we can start a good day and then we get annoyed by something or a situation is still coming back and you're like, oh my goodness, can we leave me alone, people? I do not want to deal with that person. I want to do this and that. And you're like, okay, take a breather. And send peace into that direction and let's get down with it. But your intentions are always there. Whatever you think, the universe can hear it. So it is up to us to see what mantra we're playing in our mind. What do we want to accomplish and set a goal? If you, uh, 
If you really want to modify where you are, set a goal, set an intention, and dream big and bold. Don't be shy about it. So, well, that was my talk for today. We're going to see what's going to happen. As I said, the um, Sammy and Emma show will be back on the road tomorrow. Uh, we have to figure it out. I have to connect with Sammy. I was talking with him earlier, but somehow... I don't know if his connection was that good. I think this is probably one of the reasons because so far I'm talking and nothing has been hanging out of that. So nothing has been um, hanging off. So we'll figure it out. It will be on my platform. So I think it will be, might be stable. Who knows? <laughs> we'll go with the flow with that. But we will be with uh, Sammy tomorrow and I will have a topic and I think I'm going to take the, as I mentioned, free wills. So we'll see what Sammy has to say and we're going to start a conversation with the topic free wills on the uh, on the C show. Uh, it should be fun. And I will be back later on today uh, for another one. Uh, and I think I was the wishing wheel that I wanted to talk about. The wishing wheels because, you know... I think we need to dream more. I think we need to let our imagination uh, uh, run free because we can do so much more when we do that. And I have done that all of my life. Um, and it took a certain degree and time to get things done or put in perfect um, synchronicity where everything was exactly as it was supposed to be. And uh, the universe made it happen the way even though it wasn't the timing I wanted. To be honest with you, quite often I had to wait. I think the longest one was a decade, 10 years. 10 years to get the perfect plan, the perfect um, synchronicity moment that helped me to move to the next level and I actually opened the doors to infinite possibilities. But it took 10 years. And I know some people are like, holy crap, Emma, if it takes you 10 years, it's going to take me 10 years. I'm like, no, do not compare my experience with yours. Yours will be different. It will be shorter. Or maybe it could be longer. Depends what you're asking for. But it took 10 years on the first one to open the door and really start it all. It all started it all. And it was like amazing. So, you know, guys, um, set your intention. If you're having a bad day, just put some music on. And just do a little dance for five minutes. Put your favorite music on and sing along and be happy and lift up your spirit. When you do that, you are already changing the energy around you. So, guys, all my love and I will talk to you later. It's like I'm ending up my podcast right now. <laughs> this is what I say on my podcast. If you need to get a hold of me, you can find me on my Twitter at uh, Emma DiGallo. Or you can go on my website at edgintuitive.com. Otherwise, I will see you later tonight or this afternoon uh, slash evening. And I'm looking forward for tomorrow with Sammy. I'm going to try to crash if he shows up again today. I'm going to try to crash his stock because he had a 420 earlier today. And I crashed his 420 this morning. Letting know Whitney Houston was still uh, showing up at my breakfast because she still wanted me to sing. And I'm like, I'm not singing, sweetie. And um, it was very interesting, but again, like I mentioned to him earlier, I said, if I see her again and she appeared in front of me again, I will probably start a conversation with her and figure out, uh, what else she has to share with us. Or if she has a message to anyone to pass, she had one actually yesterday. Then, uh, when we were talking, actually, yes, it was the one that we we're talking the third uh, time we went live because the app went down three times. 
uh, with Sammy. And the third time, for some unknown reason, when we got kicked out, literally, that wasn't us hanging up. It was the app who just quit on us. It looked like it recorded it, but it did not. So we cannot find that uh, third um, um, chat with the two of us. But I did say something because he asked a question. Sammy asked me and he said, well, I'm going to ask a question. I'm like, okay, go ahead. I'm like, you know, I do a reading on you, but you don't even know I do a reading on you every time I talk to you. But he asked me the question about Whitney Houston, which she had, if she had a message for him. And she did not have a message because the only thing is, is when we're talking about the karaoke, she appeared. And I'm like, I am not going to channel you, sweetie, because the, <laughs> the tone of my voice, I cannot go as high at all. And I'm like, unless I take some classes and I start to practice, I might be able, and I say might. I did not say I will be. I might be able to go as high or a little lower than her, but I'm like, you cannot channel me because it will be an unfolding disaster. But the question he has was if she had a message for him, and I said, no, she did not. However, he asked a good question that was about spirituality. And if the uh, people like him, because he's a singer, uh, Sammy Parker is a singer and he has an absolutely fantastic voice and is extremely gifted actually, but I am not going to tell him that because he already knows that. But uh, looking at uh, at where he was, because he's singing in more, it's more his range is R&B and spiritual. And he asked the question if the people that are doing spiritual R&B are on the right path. It is the right track. And her answer before the universe answer to him afterwards was, yes, this is the right path for the people who are, and not only him, but other singers who are into the spiritual R&B is the right path right now. And it is. So that was very interesting. And I think it was on that third uh, chat we had that just disappeared. It's somewhere into the black hole of the app world. But that's too bad because that was very interesting what we we're talking about. So we'll see what uh, I will be channeling later on. But um, if you want to hop and have a chat with me, then you will be available today, later on today. Otherwise, guys, we will be more than happy to hear you. And I'm looking forward for the um, C show with Sammy later on tomorrow on my platform. So it would be under Emma DiGallo uh, tomorrow. Do not know yet what time I have to figure it out with him uh, it, because in the evening I have something to do, I have some stuff to do. So it could be late afternoon, um, late afternoon. We're going to do that, but we are consistent with the C show. It always going to be on a Tuesday, Thursday and Sunday. We're going to make it on the evening. Tomorrow is a little bit different because at the time we need to go live, I have something else to do, but otherwise it will be, if he doesn't wake up early like he did yesterday and <laughs> started an hour early, it should be 6.30 Eastern time. That's why we're going to be doing those show. But we're going to continue to do that. And the topic tomorrow, and he doesn't know that yet, I will let him know <laughs> later on today. It's free will, which should be an interesting. And we're going to go from there. As I said, we were planning uh, karaoke yesterday. We did not. Thank God, because Emma still cannot sing any song. But that's okay. So <laughs> we, we have to pick up. I'm still going to do karaoke. So guys, you know what? I sing off key and I'm happy with that. I could kill. <laughs> so not, 
anything else. This is me here. This is my spirit. This is why we're having fun. So we still have not picked the song. Uh, what we're going to be singing probably tomorrow because we're going to need to do a karaoke tomorrow on the top of all of the madness and everything we're going to be talking in the laugh because we laugh a lot. And we don't take ourselves seriously, even though during the time of our talk at the sea show, like here with me or Sammy on his side, uh, we are talking about serious topic as well and information because we like to do that. It's like we're doing our own entertainment. We're having a lot of fun and uh, the sea show will continue because uh, we feel it's a safe place uh, to talk, to have fun. And, you know, it's real. Uh, it's all started because of Sammy and his real life and what happened to him and Mercury retrograde. And we're going to move forward and continue to do that and have fun. That's what it's all about. Uh, have fun, giving the word of wisdom, feeling safe and lift up everybody else's uh, spirit. So if you want to listen, the first few episodes we got, it's under Sammy Parker. We got the C show. Uh, going. The first one was the pilot, what I call it. The pilot was peace. And that's where I hopped on his um, chat. The second was basically the seashore. We transform it to the seashore on Sunday. And yesterday was the seashore, but there is only two recorded. We don't know what happened with the third one. <laughs> Maybe the third one will appear, which will be good. But hopefully um, using my platform tomorrow, because we're switching back and forth between Sammy and I, uh, hopefully the one tomorrow will be more stable. Like right now I'm speaking with you guys and everything is working fine. Nothing has hanged uh, out of anything, which is awesome. So, but looking forward for that. If you want to later on talk to me live and you want to share some few things happening to you, then the, because I'm channeling at all time, all the time when I'm talking to people, I'm always channeling the universe or the universe channel me. So I will pass the word of wisdom uh, for you guys. Otherwise, join me here later on today. Do not know what time, probably four or five central time, don't know, or it could be later on probably this evening or during the night, because I realized during the night, I will probably do some at one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning central time for other people around the world, like uh, Europe, Asia Pacific, um, to uh, talk to as well. want to make sure we're covering the world. So all my love guys, and I will talk to you later. Bye now. Mm -hmm.